Welcome to Dean's Discuss, a podcast that examines how science and research at UC Davis affect our everyday lives. Join our hosts, Allison Brashear, Dean of the UC Davis School of Medicine, and Michael Lairmore, Dean of the UC Davis School of Veterinary Medicine, as they give their thoughts on how the work of scientists, physicians, and researchers affects us all. Hi, Allison. You know, uh, one of the things that's really been fascinating about this whole COVID uh, crisis that we've all endured and, and the nation and the world has endured is, is um, you know, how leaders are forged during a crisis. It's a, it's a subject I know is, is really important to you. And I, I ran across an interesting uh, example of that actually related to uh, coronaviruses. The, did you know that uh, it was a woman in 1966 that was looking at a problem of trying to figure out a, uh, a virus and how to look at them under a, what was called a, a brand new instrument back then, but an electron microscope. And she solved it by being a leader. And she took it upon herself to, to use a new technique to stick the viruses together. And her name was June Alameda. And in 1966, she was the first one to visualize coronaviruses and name them uh, for their shape under that electron micrograph. So a leader that was born out in a crisis. And I know you have probably a lot of examples of that in the School of Medicine. Well, I, I, yes, we do. We have many leaders in the School of Medicine who jumped in. I, I like to frame it around a couple of things. One, empathy for the issue that's at hand. And in this crisis, it's um, empathy for the patients, the family, the workers. And then a leader really um, getting, bringing people together and letting, bringing all the, the talents that are in the organization so that they can just um, thrive. And so I think that puts a positive framework on a crisis rather than uh, woe is me type of thing. And I think that's what's happened in academic medicine and in veterinary medicine. People have jumped in and they're incredibly empathetic for the situation that everybody's in, but also providing just incredible opportunities. Did we ever imagine that we would flip 30 to 50% of our visits to telemedicine or in a million years, can you ever think of a clinical trial be up and running in five days? So I think that it's given people opportunities to just jump in and do that. But it is, um, leadership is, is really about bringing people together. Yeah, you know, the other thing is that we've had to move fast uh, yes. because, you know, this was thrust upon us uh, in a very short period of time. And the speed at which we had to do that as, as leaders, but also across the whole campus, um, you know, our, our, we have many examples in our faculty of leaders that responded uh, some of our faculty, for example, uh, who had expertise, you know, with COVID, uh, such as John and Mazette in the PREDICT program in our One Health Institute, which you had on in your yes, town hall. Yes, our town hall. She did a great yeah. job. And I think that that's a, a great example. She was a, already a leader, but she jumped in very quickly to help. And then her and Chris Coyter Johnson and Valtrina Smith, all three of those leaders worked together to form three different federal grants that covered everything from the detection of the virus to developing a workforce. And they did that in part because they were prepared. And part of leadership is, of course, in a crisis is to be prepared, but then move quickly 
uh, when the opportunity came up and certainly there are great examples of that. Well, you know, being prepared is kind of the foundational part of leadership. And I think that's one of the things that's put UC Davis uh, in a good spot here. We had people like you just mentioned, but also in terms of public health, we were really prepared. So uh, Brad Pollack uh, helped lead the campus to this high throughput screening opportunity, but it's really more than just testing. It's really about putting a whole program together for healthy UC Davis. So um, I think that one of the things about leadership is, is really getting people to bring their best selves to work and providing a framework. Um, I like to see myself as a convener and a translator. Uh, and then um, I also love to get move barriers out of the way. So, you know, that's one of the things um, with all these trials is moving barriers out of the way and just making it so people can do what they're passionate about. And that's about making, bringing research to patients, making, getting people to be healthier. You know, those are the things that really make everybody tick. And, you know, that's why this is a great place to work. You know, the, uh, you, you brought up a really interesting point too, which is sometimes when you have to move quickly, you have to also adapt uh, quickly. And, you know, one of our campus uh, sayings that uh, our chancellor likes to use is boldly go. Well, you have to adapt boldly in this crisis. <laughs> and all of us had to adapt in a very quick fashion. One of the, the heroes I, I think is uh, unsung heroes is our, how our faculty adapted in both our schools very quickly to the curriculum. And we talked about that earlier in a podcast, but also the number of people that were heroes that were probably not as evident, and that includes students. Uh, students, for example, that, that stepped up to uh, get involved uh, in their community, um, you know, both right. at the medical students and veterinary students who, you know, they're very community and active. Uh, and many of those came forward acted boldly to, to help, could be helping fellow students. It could be other ways that they help. I know you had a couple of examples of that. We did, we, we had students who went out and helped the homeless, uh, educated them about the virus, helped them with screening. Um, and you know, one of these other things the chancellor says all the time is it's what we do. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of the foundation of the core principles of community of UC Davis. And, and that's, um, you know, really acting in crises on following up on your, your core values. And that's where you go out and we are screening the underserved, um, bringing testing to them, making sure that um, they're safe, um, just like you were making sure the animals are safe. And the same thing happened with the fires, um, at making sure people are safe, uh, bringing care to them. You brought care to the animals, um, very importantly. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, um, one of the things that I really like to see is I love seeing young people just blossom as leaders. Um, and that's one of the things I really have enjoyed about being a dean and enjoyed in the past about being a chair, seeing people take a problem, run with it, come up with solutions, bring a group together. I think that's, it's just really so heartwarming when that happens, because you know that we're in a good situation for the future. We've got a great legacy here to, to carry on on really making people healthy. Yeah, we had a, a great example. Um, we have many examples of that related to the, the fires here in California. We have a veterinary emergency response team. And uh, last year, one of our students um, who graduated last year, um, Haley uh, Dykeman, who developed 
uh, a real interest in this area and became a real leader. She helped organize, got everybody together. She would send out reports. We'd get these daily reports of what teams were going where uh, with the ambulatory trucks to help the animals. And then she turned that around, and this is another sign of leadership. She documented that recently and actually published uh, the findings from that in, a, in the Journal of the American Veteran Medical Association. So that was really cool to see a student not only develop leadership skills in a crisis, but turn that around to uh, document that so that it really taught the next group of students on how to respond in a crisis. Another good form of leadership is you know, building something and then also helping others become involved. And then after you're gone, uh, it will yeah. continue. And that's what Haley did uh, with this project. And we see it today um, as well with the current fires and the current rescue efforts. So I think the takeaway um, really for um, uh, professionals is, you know, we teach a lot of science in school, but we don't necessarily teach about leadership. And I think that's one of the things we as leaders need to think about is, what does it mean to lead a team and also be a member of a team? And what do you do when there's a crisis? And um, I think one of the things is, is to, to have really good communication and constant clear communication. Uh, so no, everybody knows what's what because uh, the information is changing. Um, it's, it's still changing now. I mean, the CDC has just recently changed things. So clear communication, constant feedback on what's going on, and also making sure that you're engaging a broad constituent uh, so that they can then uh, give the information out I think those are the key pieces because um, that's what's worked best, I think, across the country. We're about, what, nine months into this now, and um, it's clear that the places that have done well really were constantly communicating and kind of everybody was bringing their best self to work and coming up with ideas. Um, and I think that's what's been so rewarding here uh, to, to really see how everybody's jumped in. But you know what, now it's gonna be continuous, right? Crisis management's kind of the adrenaline's going and stuff. And now we don't have so much adrenaline anymore. Uh, yeah, and so it, I think that's yeah. gonna be another stage. It's, it's for the long haul and uh, yeah. you know, to, to be able to, to manage that. One of the things that it really takes is a team. Uh, you know, we formed a crisis management team, which we meet but it includes uh, everybody from physical facilities to, to those that are doing uh, the testing, to those yeah. that are delivering the curriculum. And when we get the team together, one thing that that really involves is exchanging ideas, um, listening to everybody at the table and asking, what is it that we need to do? And then adapting quickly to that. So our crisis management team, I know you have those uh, in the School of Medicine. Yeah. Those are really critical to to literally listen to everybody at the table. And then because, you, you know, it could be the, the, the crisis today is, is a air ventilation unit going out. The crisis yeah. tomorrow is, uh, you know, some um, unexpected breakdown in a laboratory. It, you know, it, it changes. Um, and, and with this, I think uh, we need to really adapt, but also rely upon teams and that won't go away. That, that lessons that we're learning from this COVID um, uh, pandemic is something that really is gonna help us going forward. Yeah, I think so. Well, you know, this has been a great discussion. I think it's really a focus on building the team, communication, empathy for the people in the crisis. You know, um, it's amazing. Every time I go home and, and 
you know, I'm driving and I'm reminded about how dense this pandemic is and how many lives have been lost or and touched. Um, you know, the world will never be the same as we and leaders have to really kind of understand that and help our teams get to a point where we can really make a difference. And it's changed medicine and I'm sure it's changed veterinary medicine forever. Yeah. Um, it will never be, things will never be the same. I can't imagine that the teaching is going to ever be the same, to be quite honest. And when we walk through our hospitals yeah. and we look into the eyes of those in our emergency rooms and we see their examples, we see their dedication, uh, working long hours uh, on the front lines, those are the real leaders in this crisis. It's not those in suits, it's really those on the front lines. It's those that are coming to work every day um, and helping on the front lines, whether it be in the field in a fire or in our emergency rooms. And that's been really, really impressive. So yes. my hats off go to those leaders who are, who are often unsung heroes in this story. You know, everybody's a leader in their, in, in their own area and their own right. And, you know, that's something we just have to celebrate because that's what's getting us through. And I couldn't have said it better. Um, it's just, it's just been, um, really so impressive to see how everybody has done that. And thank you so much, Allison. It's been a great discussion. I look forward to uh, our next subject, which is uh, about herd immunity. Uh, herd immunity, that's right. A topic right. we've heard a lot about originating uh, from animals, but now applied to the current COVID pandemic. So that'll be an interesting discussion. Look forward to that one. Sounds great. Like what you heard or have an idea for a future episode? Email the deans with your suggestions at deansdiscuss at ucdavis.edu. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Deans Discuss Podcasts is available free on demand at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon's TuneIn, Stitcher, Pandora, and Spotify. This is Deans Discuss.